Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast. You're here with Paulo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Paulo here is a performer. And Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Hmm. And we're here to give you our professional, professional, professional review on Drag, Drag Race, Race UK, UK Season 3. So let's raise a glass. Or a bottle. And start spilling GNT Podcast. Clank. Hey, everyone. <laughs> and welcome back. Welcome back, Dr. Tom. How are we? Good, good, thank you. Do you know what? Do you know what? It feels like a very long time between podcasting at the moment because we're only doing one a week. Oh, I like it. I feel bereft. It's just time to breathe and just really focus ourselves. Rest and just, digest. Just really find my zen. Mm. Really find my moment to just mm. compose myself. And for, for you, Tom, the aggression that you've been feeling these last mm. few podcasts mm. has, has really tainted yeah. It tainted how people see us. I'm sorry I'm putting it out there, Tom. We've had You're it ruining the podcast. Haven't... Yeah, yeah. And I need you to apologize. People have said things to the effect of that I'm hostile, aggressive, exhibiting toxic masculinity, just everything, really. Mm. Mm. But we endorse that, Tom. <laughs> do it. We're big supporters Go of for toxic, it. toxic masculinity. We love it. This show. Now, uh, oh, I do want to say before we get started, uh, we did get a review. Thank you very, very <gasps> much. Yes, a review. Potter's Gate from the United Kingdom, uh-huh. um, who's titled a professional professional, which is obviously, Tom, our t-shirts are coming out soon, and, uh, and mugs. Check out the merch store Mer- yeah check out our merch on our uh, instagram please <laughs> it is surreal how they can turn around a podcast this good this quick wow that's really nice thank you very much i want that engraved on my stone when i die uh, i want that there paula was a great person also from Potterskate, um apple podcast if you go first, I'll ensure it happens. Thank you. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so also, if a plaque, if a plaque or a statue <laughs> shall be um, erected. In ooh. thine honor. <laughs> In my name. Put it up there. <laughs> Put on my CV when I go to a job interview. Hi, yes. Well, um, so how do you work? Uh, give me, do you have any references? Mm-hmm. I'll just print out yeah. all our reviews, mm-hmm. all the good reviews and say, well, actually, I've got a few international um, recommendations. Check it out. And... Um, people that can vouch for me <laughs> in my <laughs> character so, yes. so here we go thank Just you pushing that agenda thank you very much potter's gate now we do have some information regarding uk that has come to light yes, um one of them is along along the um the lines of how it was filmed because we made no bones about it last week we found last week's episode quite strange and disorganized and we in no way blamed the girls for this it felt like the girls were not given the materials they needed to shine. And it ended up being quite a shambolic and confusing episode, right? It, it was, it was a, it was a miss. Mm-hmm. It was a miss. It was like, what's happening? Oh my God. I mean, if we mm. just focus alone on, um, was it Ragaton? Rugaton? Uh, Dragaton. Dragaton. I mean, that was the choreography, the filming, the, the quick cuts, the, you know the indecisive, no shots. the indecisive choices from the editors. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, you, is it going to be a wide shot or was it going to be a close up? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. And I think my eyes danced more than the um, queens. <laughs> it was like I was like I was going from one to the other, and I was just like, oh my god, I'm tired. Yeah, yeah I'm, <laughs> I'm tired. Okay, I just really feel like I've done a workout. Was quite exhausted by that. It wasn't. It wasn't easy to watch. And then add on top of that, um, queens who. Apparently, didn't get enough time to do the choreography. 
What happened? They had to learn the choreography and perform it on the same day. That's what we're being told, that the production schedule, and it was Willem who spelled this T. Yeah, she misses us directly. She did, thank yeah. you. For another pot. <laughs> thank you, Willem. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, so this is a rushed production schedule is what's alleged, that because they're filming International, which is another BBC production, straight after, Rue... It said, like, this is a limited... Well, Rue or the production company or whoever said it was a limited schedule and it, they made it from being one episode every two days to one episode a day. I mean... To the point where the psychological welfare rep on the show said, this is the last season that I'm doing of this. Bye. Tom, I mean... There's an opening. There's an opening. <laughs> there is. Look, I mean, silver lining. Tom, get in there. I wouldn't like Our to associate myself with that. Our podcast with all of the though. all of the inner all the inner dialogues that you can hear that you can contribute. Mm. I mean, finally, you can say something worthy on the podcast if you just get their job. Oh, imagine you know, I forgot the inside tea. But being serious, this is this is so unfair to Queen to finally get the opportunity mm-hmm. to show what they want to be their best selves. I completely, this is exploitative. If it that, really is. If that's really what's going on, it's exploitative because it sounds like it's cruel to the girls and we know they're going to do their best in this situation because they're so grateful for the opportunity. And because they have to. They've got no other choice. This is, this is your reality. We've seen the contract. We know what's expected of them. And, and then to put them in a situation where they can't shine to the best of their ability bearing in mind this is a springboard for the next portion of their careers that feels very cruel to me there's always talk about lack of sleep you know what i mean yeah and they'll have that's 50 percent more with these queens because they're doing it if they're doing an episode every single day mm-hmm. i can't imagine i, I can't doing the runway and everything and changing their makeup Going to bed and then production again the next day, straight on to it. Incredibly squashed. As an artist, I would be really frustrated that I won't be able to show my best. Yeah, I won't. Me too. I won't be able to 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 do my best or to show the best me. Mm -hmm. And I I guess that's unfair. Feels incredible. This is the situation. If that is the situation, it's it's quite unfair. It's tea, but not fact. But it makes sense. I mean, they're overworked. I don't. Is this even legal? Can I ask you? And the and the actors guild and and all of that. That's just legal. The thing is, they're not. They're not actors. There's different rules in reality TV. They don't have the same. They don't have the same rules and regulations. There it is. Yeah. I'm. Um, well, you know what? It is what it is. Wow. But, you know, now that we know, um, we're still we... going to be hard on them. <laughs> um, sorry. It's like, not... it is what it is. Our we we our can't. I mean. Critical eye will not waver. Yeah. yeah. Mm, yes. Yes. I think we're doing fine. I, I mean, so. last week, to be honest, I think last week you were really trying to hold back because you felt that you were quite angry episode one, which I loved. I really mm. did. I, I wanted you to be more aggressive. That's because I was on call and I'm on call again, by the way. Oh, cool. Well, um, <laughs> I'll say no more. Shall, shall I let it flow? Yeah. I'll let it flow. <laughs> I won't bring it up because you might uh, change who, <laughs> who might come out. <laughs> so, also, Veronica Green, am I, am I right to say Veronica Green was called back? For you, for season three, before season two even yeah. aired. So, so she really didn't have any chance to really get an advantage 
in terms of costuming and all mm-hmm. that. But she does have an advantage in, ter- in, the, in the sense that she's been there and done it. She knows kind of the expectations. So she does still have that edge it's, over the queens. But not in terms of costuming, I would, but just yeah. in terms of like the psychological and the prep, but the preparedness. Um, she she met, she discussed it quite a lot on her Instagram post last week, actually, because she put a post of the lovely yellow tool look. Um the the gist of it is yes um she, this was filmed before season 2 aired so she didn't have time to and it is in, in lockdown as well so she didn't have time to make money make contacts raise her profile and it sounds like she had a really hard time at home trying to prepare for this episode so while she her look was lovely last week we would you know we were rightly quite critical of her looks in week 1 but at least we have an explanation. And I I do think I will see her through kinder eyes going forward. Um, yeah. Just appreciating that struggle. Yeah. You know. Uh, let's talk about last week and let that lead us into this week's episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we did have a Electra Fence versus Vanity Milan in the bottom. How Vanity was in the bottom, I don't know. Should not have been at all. For Should a week. not have been at all. And For when a I week. when I posted her on Instagram, that seems to be the overwhelming consensus as well. Like people are like, why was she in the bottom? I think we were we put her on the top. We did. We, we placed did. her in the top. Mm. There was no way she was gonna be in the bottom. Also, charity case not being in the bottom she was last really, week. Really, really sad. Do you know what it was? It was RuPaul went to Taraja. Well, this is and it was like this is it. She's used her life. She has used her life. It is done. I'm sorry, girl. Thank you very much. Because that's it. It's done. I don't know if we said it explicitly on the the podcast itself, but for anyone who doesn't know, Charity Case is officially Raja Gemini's drag daughter, mm, the winner of season two. Yeah, three, three. Sorry, winner of season three. Um, and we do know there is that long running trope about how like Raja was kind of scouted for season three and people joke about her and Rue being in a relationship at that time, which they, they weren't really, but it's like a joke, isn't it? And it's it's like that's extended to charity now. It's like, you know, you're, you're, you're my ex-lover, Raja, and uh, charity's your daughter. She's a stepdaughter of mine, if you will. Mm. So I will smile upon her, but yeah. But she, she has used up that free life. She did use it. I, I don't know, like... Some people feel she was judged harshly in episode one. A lot of people liked her quite avant-garde looks. Um, I, 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 you know, I thought she was great, but I, I understood why she wasn't in the top three, I think. I think it was criminal to put Vanity in the bottom two last yeah. week. Because, I tell you what, she's a fucking good dancer. Do you reckon her? Oh my gosh, yes. There. I mean, obviously we're referring to the little untucked moment where Charitha is... So good. She's so sweet, She Charitha. is. She is that... Um, the girl that you meet in the bathroom in a club uh-huh, when you're uh-huh. drunk, you know, <laughs> when you just, you know, when you, when your best friend is that stranger who's yeah. offered you lipstick when you needed it. So glad I met you. So we say goodbye to Vanity. Sorry. We say goodbye to Electra Fence. We did. We did. Do you um, know what, 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 you know what advice? I mean, not that she's asked for it, but the advice that I would give to Electra Fence. Give it, give the unsolicited advice. It's more of like a tip, like, hey, girl, like, if we were friends, it's that a lot of the times when people are so amped up 
mm. and full of energy in a performance, they they begin to their bodies at a hundred percent so mm-hmm. much that they start dancing and then they start because of they just all their adrenaline, they start dancing fast. It's natural. It's what your body does. You start your your movements become faster. You start dancing ahead of the mm-hmm. beat. You start dancing to the song in your head. Yeah, because because you, you know you know what yeah because. Obviously, like for example, if I was listening to um, Beyonce "Love on Top," in my head, if I'm so excited, in my head, in my head, I'd be going If I'm so excited, it'll be it'll go faster and faster, and I'm still dancing to that beat, even though it's not what's being played. And I think that's what happens to people who go out too handy too hard mm-hmm. I, I remember before we went on stage for every performance um our choreographer would say you need a who, who's at 100 percent? okay stop it bring it down we were not allowed to go out 100 uh-huh. we were not allowed to go out 100 we had to bring it right down and be calm because that's what would happen okay you so- start getting too excited you start getting jumpy you start like you start going crazy and also you start like throwing your moves too hard which is if you watch her she dances very aggressively and fast because she she's does. got too much she's she's not there's no control in her movements she's just like oh, uh-huh. one mm. two three <laughs> turn it's that's you'll see it that's what she does she's too amped what i'm hearing is that i guess that energy will translate really well to like certain lip sync performances like high energy dance songs but in a group number like this it kind of let her down a little bit because she got that critique that she was ahead of the beat yeah. although we did like what we saw of her i do the remember thing is, the, the thing is always give a hundred percent performance mm-hmm. but not a hundred percent energy like that you know how to use it and, and when and when and how much that's all. That's all. Thank you um, for that's that free. insight. You're very. We also like left on the cliffhanger. What's happening to Victoria Scom? I mean, it's a very kind of like query Eureka situation. So we can't forget one of the most profound mm. speeches mm. that was given. I think that's probably the best exit. Good. Read it out. Tell me. Never let anyone tell you you can't be something because you can't be something yeah. if you want to be something. Yeah. Tell yeah. those bullies who bully you that those yeah. bullies are bullies yeah. and that you can be something because you are something, <laughs> even to those bullies. <laughs> smash it. Smash the world. Smash bros. Nintendo. <laughs> PS5. Peace. I mean, <laughs> that was the best exit of my life. Wasn't this the exit speech as transcribed by River Medway? I edited a little bit, but yes, that was that was that was it. And I thought I thought that's hilarious because I think I don't know if I said it on the podcast, but I remember talking to you about it while we were watching, mm-hmm. going these sometimes sometimes people try so hard to say something so profound and it's very much the case for drag race. It's like it's like you know when when like you're giving advice to someone or when someone's mm. giving advice to you, and and they don't know what they're really saying, mm-hmm. and they're just speaking and talking, and then you're like, where is this going? It's about like it's, it's like it's, it's a breakup. For example, like, oh, you know, you're strong. I know you can do this. I mean, you're one of the strongest people I know. And then it ends up, and that's how you can tell if eggs are rotten because <laughs> they rise in water, and you're a riser, and I know that you will rise. And it's like, where? What are we talking about? How, how, how do we get to this? Like, what? I sort of felt it's like, like it was. It was. You like, may be rotten on the inside, but you do rise in water. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, you know, every cloud has a silver lining. Every egg has a rotten core. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how the seasons are made. Sorry, I, what, what, what am I talking about? Where the girls are we? do Who feel like this huge need to, like, have a snappy entrance line and a profound or hilarious exit line. Um, but yeah, I think Electra was quite overcome with emotion. It came out as like, like you say, it was kind of like a kind of self-help pep talk, wasn't yeah. it? But it was very like generic and soundbitey. But she, sweet person, sweet person. I, I, I find it just be funny. The best exit, in my opinion, the best exit, even better than Vanjie's, mm-hmm. was Jimbo's. Jimbo's exit <laughs> is hands down very, very good. the best exit ever you on Drag Race History. For me, what's one of your favourites? One of my faves is, um, with a catchphrase, know what I mean? <laughs> thought you thought. I like that. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, so, so we've we talked about, uh, we kind of recapped it. Should we move on to the episode this week? Yeah. Oh, my other favourite one is, ugh, Jesus. Gross. gross. But there was an exit line. It might as well have been. It's iconic. Like, yeah, it can yeah. be. It's iconic. <laughs> episode three. All right. So, of course, we start with the girls coming back in. We've said goodbye to... Electra. Electra. Who signs, signs her mirror message. Love, vanity. Yes. I think it's supposed oh, to be like... she? Oh, she did. I think it's supposed to be like, love, vanity. But it comes off as like, love, vanity. I didn't. It's like she dissociated and slipped into an alternate persona. One of her alters. I want to say in. one thing I do like. I mean, obviously they said bye. And then I just felt like, is this just me or did Vanity Milan also have like a carry on um, profound speech before she wrapped it off going, guys, I just want to say that this is what I do. And like when you're in that <laughs> moment, you just, you have to take it while you're, you know, I'm just like everyone here. I feel like we're a kind of like motivational weekend retreat or something. I was like, oh. We're being given like lots of uh, like sound bites and mantras and, you know, words to live by here. It's just, I'm soaking it all up. I'm it's just, just absorbing it all. You know, it's it's becoming borderline. They've written the script. They know exactly, okay, cool. <laughs> I'm going to make sure I get this out. Hopefully the cameras pick it up and use it. Do you know, do you know what it's, it's very, it's very, um, if I could send a message out to the world and it changes the life of just one person, it's all been worthwhile. <laughs> it's very <laughs> that. It's very that. Isn't well, it? Um, and also, uh, if you reach for the sky, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. even if you miss, you're amongst the stars. Yeah, yeah. Um, just wanted to. I just, I just thought of that right now. But also, yeah. if you shoot an arrow and it goes real high, then hooray for you. So then, oh, you know what they also do that I really enjoy is they ask Chris, oh, they ask Crystal because now Crystal's got two badges. Uh-huh. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. Crystal now has two badges. So she's one. Last week. So she's definitely the first queen to win two actual consecutive episodes. She's not the first queen to win two in a row in the sense that Simone won two, the two episodes that she was in. She won Condragulation and she won the Flag Victory acting challenge because she wasn't in, she wasn't really in. The phenomenon episode, you know. Yeah. So Simone's kind of done it before. It's yeah. It's yeah. I mean, now we're just looking at technicalities. I love. I love these statistics, though. Simone Simonier. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Well, someone asks, like, "Who walks Crystal? What can't you do?" 
Uh, oh, it was Alavaday. Alavaday said, yeah. why can't you do it? Do you know what I would have said if I was Crystal? I would have said, well, I really can't turn looks and I can't do dance or choreography. You know, just like, oh, oh, I know I won a badge for them. I, 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 I <laughs> oh, oh, my God, I'm really good. Well, <laughs> glad they're out of the way now. I'd have been like, what can't I do? Lose. <laughs> yeah, rage shadow, rage shadow. Uh, Victoria Scone, unfortunately, is not returning. She's living up to her name, Victoria Scone. She's gone. This actually saddens me because I was really, really excited about Victoria and I felt like she was such a strong contender. Um, Rue makes it clear that it is a Eureka situation and we will be seeing her on season four, undoubtedly, should she choose to return. It's just like. I felt like she was such a contender. It really saddens me. I wonder if there's going to be a season four. Oh, there will be. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Drag Race UK is doing fine. Don't you worry. I the- mean, they would never... They never would... The way that they're making them do one every day, film one every day, they would never do that to the U- the US girls. It's crazy. and it's, it's They would never do that to the I'm, US I'm girls. I'm going to make no bones about it. It's abusive. If Victoria is gone... Oh, sorry. If she is returning next season... It might be like a good thing. Maybe she'll return when there's actually good scheduling mm-hmm. and it's not going to be hectic like and it is who, now. Who's to say that the schedule didn't contribute to her injury in um, terms of her being able to prepare properly for the lip sync, stretch, that kind of thing? Um, I'm just saying. I'm just speculating. Uh, uh, stretching that has nothing to do with the fact that she ran and landed on her knees. But maybe, maybe. No, 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 well, no. We'll the schedule know. had nothing to do we'll with that never, injury. We'll never know. It was, it was exactly what I was. The tip that I gave, um, you know, the unsolicited tip that I was giving, <laughs> Electra, is the yeah. same tip that I would give to um, Victoria. Victoria, I would don't say, girl, slides. if you can't do it, don't do it. Like, you know, I'm not going to be like, yeah, I can't do a backflip, but you know what? Here it goes. <laughs> Never gonna do. Could you imagine? Okay, I've never done a back spring round off uh, triple layup, but I'm lipsticking for my life. Here we go. It'll I'll, be, I'll come off it. It'll be really interesting to see because she seems like such a fully formed queen. It'll be interesting to see what she brings next year. I can't wait. I can't wait either because we did we did see her as a front runner, the winner of season four of Drag Race UK, basically. Anywho, so that we have a mini challenge and it's find her. So the girls have got to get into butch drag. Obviously, like Grinder or Tinder, Finder. It's oh, an app. Never heard of such things. It's an app where they have to make a profile video for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's cringe. It's a silly little throwaway mini challenge as per usual. And it's very butch queen, first time in drags at a ball. Well, I mean, what did you like about it? There were a couple of funny moments. Um, I'll tell you who I liked. I thought Vanity's fake Willy was gently amusing. I thought Vanity did a really good job. I mm-hmm. I, I know that guy from London. I, I know the person from <laughs> East London. I was like, oh, hey, he's a guy. He's on the DL, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, I, I thought he, I thought Vanity did a great job. So I, I thought that Vanity might have won that. I'll tell you who I did enjoy. Veronica Green. She was like a little Alan Bennett character. I enjoyed her a lot. There's an idea overcompensation, there. Tom. Give it up. Give up the ghost. <laughs> don't don't try now. All of no, a sudden, you're giving that. her good. No, because I didn't like it. I thought it was. Um, I tell you who I did like mm-hmm. Charity Case. Now I tell you why I like Charity Case because it was a fully realized character and not just trying to go up there and a just riff, a mm. wing it, b like uncomfortably just be up there and not 
not know what you're doing or or, or your character is. What I gathered from this mini challenge mm-hmm. is who can hold a character and stay in character. And the people that I got for this was, I think Charity Case kind of sold me on it. Well, Charity was doing her alleged American accent again. There was American. You you know what? I do British accents all the time, and you're always like, that wasn't a British accent. So maybe you just can't <laughs> hear accents, Tom. Maybe I should have an ear for accents. Okay, because I'm very good at accents. I, Charity was fine. I thought Kitty was funny. She again like she she did a funny gag you know she slipped out of a ooh, 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 kind of character that was a seal um into a kind of like hey kind of character um chris mark with a k and a c i thought that was funny i think kitty's really naturally funny i think you like kitty because kitty looks like a bit like chris kitty has an energy that reminds me of uh, one of our besties chris okay um, so maybe, but I actually find her really funny. Like Scarlett was given the win. I'd have given it to one of the girls that we just discussed. Who else? Oh, no, I'm not, not Veronica. Don't be silly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Elle of a day. Elle of a day for someone who's, tra- look, I'm, I'm not mm. being shady, but for someone who's trained in acting, I thought she would have a stronger character, but I actually was like, re- I was watching it as you would be because you're like, this mm. person toured, this person works the West End, this person's going to be amazing. Like For example, Jinx. I was I was thinking mm-hmm. Jinx level or that kind of level of characterization, <laughs> but there was none of that. I think she stumbled uh, once and then I just didn't, I wasn't sold. Also, so I was sh- like, hmm. Her shtick has traded the season as well. Sort of expected her to have embraced this. Sh- Last time we saw something like this, I'm sure it was like, wasn't it season 10 when they did the like uh, mask cologne thing? But that was to capitalize on Cameron Michaels, wasn't it? Do you remember? Yes. Is this vaguely similar thing? Anywho, Scarlet wins. So she gets a 15 second advantage. On the Mexi challenge mm-hmm. was. It's basically they need to create costumes. It's two looks. They need to bring the outdoors to the runway. They have this show two runway looks. One yes. is Happy Camper, and then the second is Campfire Couture. So they have to create an outfit using tents, sleeping bags, and other outdoorsy materials. Unconventional materials, isn't it? The Happy Camper one, I'm guessing, is going to be a broad look. Yep. It's kind of like a mini ball, this, really. Absolutely. Um, the theme of Happy Camper is walking children in nature. Are they going to come as Tammy Brown? If someone did that, oh. that'd be cute. Oh my God, please somebody come as Tammy Brown. Or just have like nine or ten different iterations of Tammy Brown. Who do we think is going to do well? I think Charity Case will do well in this because her whole thing is avant-garde looks with unconventional materials. So I, she's easily going to be in the top three, if not the winner of this challenge, I think. Uh, we know River Medway can sew. Yes. She makes all of her looks. And Charitha. Charitha as well. I think Charitha's going to really shine in this because she's got such a fantastic eye that's both high fashion and quirky. Her runway looks all been fantastic. I believe she makes them. Um, Didn't you say Veronica Green made their outfit last she week? She did, and she deserves credit for that. Veronica made that lovely sunshine yellow tool dress. So Veronica, I think, has tried to develop her sewing skills because she was not great. Every time you say sunshine yellow, I think about Ron Weasley. <laughs> Why? Uh, because he's got that spell with his rat uh, in the first episode on the Hogwarts Express. He's like, sunshine daisies. Butter mellow. Turn the stupid fat rat yellow. <laughs> and Hermione's like, are you sure that's a real spell? 
Thank you. That was my English accent. <laughs> so, uh, thank you. You're welcome. You're oh. welcome, everyone. Wow. Okay. And then she did the Oculus Repairer. Oh, gosh. I love Hermione. Are you going to try the accent If again? I could, that was the accent. Tom, don't try it. Don't try it. Like, you, you know, I'm, not, I'm not falling for it. I'm not falling for it today. If I could live in Hogwarts. Are you going to do the accent? It's like an amazing holiday for me would just to be in Hogwarts or in Hogsmeade or just... A tour we of need to that go to Harry place. World, I would we? love that. I would love that. But maybe one day it will happen for you. Thank you. Mm. I have a feeling. I have a feeling. That this is in your future. <laughs> Who else do we think is going to do well? And what do you think would be a great outfit that they can concoct from these materials? Well, because they're not the easiest materials to work with. We did see a sleeping bag couture mm-hmm. made from Utica. Oh. God, that would be that perfect is, for this challenge. I would stay away from. Like, I, I would stay Don't away from sleeping. Didn't they do the same challenge for Spain or Holland? Holland, it was. Um, it was camping materials. It was. It was. You're right because there was. You know, people wandered into sleeping bag dress territory. And it's like no, no, don't bother. But it was. It was camping materials. You're right. Did they have a choreography challenge too? Uh, they had a rooster call. I don't remember a specific choreography challenge. Holland, Holland, Holland. Remind me, give me some names from Holland. Um, the, the season two. Mm. Um, oh gosh, it's, it's like like you move on from one to My Little Pony, Kita Minaj. Um, the winner. I've already forgotten her name. I want to say Veronica, but because there's too many V's in the world. I mean, we just Vanessa you know Van Cartier. Yes, Tabitha. Um, Vivaldi, Countess, um, Love Masisi, Ivy, Elise Monroe, uh, Reggie B, uh, Juicy Couture. I've probably missed somebody. Hmm. Okay. I digress. I digress. Sorry. So what do you think? <laughs> I would stay away from sleeping Was that bags. just a test if I remembered them from Dragon Ball? Yeah, it's putting you on the spot. Thank you. Um, so yeah, I think... Uh, if you're going for camping, I think, like with all these challenges, you want to evoke the theme, don't you? So, like, think of like emblematic things that, um, like a campfire. Trickthy. Uh, Trickthy. You have to embrace the material. She said it's a bob, didn't she? You have to embrace the material. Like, the textures and, uh, like, like you know, the basic things goes make make a dress out of, like, a tent material, but that would mm. be really hard to do. Um, think of other things. I mean, believe it or not, I'm not a seamstress. Are you not? I'm not. No, no. I thought you made that outfit you're wearing. Um, Tom, that was silly. <laughs> that was silly, Tom. Sleeping bag and tent materials will be the way to go, won't they? But if you could make like 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 a silly campy kind of like campfire dress, that'd be good. You know, like a Mugler kind of flame corset, but make it campfire. Just make a Mugler just make corset a, and just make a fashion. Just make an oak couture. Yeah. I just want you to, if you guys can, it's quite simple. Uh, what Katniss Everdeen wore, that fire dress. Uh, if you could just bring that out, I think you'll really hit it. Yeah. Or um, like <laughs> um, Candy Muse's backpack dress. That'd be good. Uh, Backpacks. I mean, mm-hmm. that she was touched by an angel. Several times. The confidence she got from that outfit, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't have star quality, you're wearing a backpack in the front and in the back and in the sides. It's criminal that to me she was in the bottom and Candy wasn't. It's I think they wanted to fuel Candy's um, confidence and to me she's angry because because Cam, Candy wouldn't be that confident and cocky if 
she was in the bottom. Well, we saw her in week one when she thought she was in the bottom. Exactly, she weak, exactly. Yeah. She's actually quite, she shrivels up. She quite shrivels up when, when her confidence is not there. Mm. She's very quiet. But so they needed to give her these wins and these high placements because they needed to build her arrogance. Yeah. Arrogant? I, I'm arrogant. <laughs> they needed to build that arrogance because they needed that character. They needed that villain. And girl, it worked. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I'm the same. I'm the same. I do not put me on reality. <laughs> Tom, I would never go on reality TV. Great there is too much. The producers TV. would have a field day. They could do anything, but whatever comes out of my mouth, I'll, I might pull a Cameron Michaels and just zip it and not say anything. No, and just look pretty. You'll be able to help yourself. I'll just be like, mm, okay. Should we see what happens in the workroom? Anybody else who you think I've missed, who you think might do well? Because I'm thinking it's uh, Charitha, um, Charity, and River Madway. Uh, who have you not said? Veronica Green? Veronica has clearly learnt to sew. Veronica will probably do Scarlet okay. Scarlet Harlot? Um, I don't know about Scarlet. I've not seen anything that I think she's Crystal Versace? Um, Crystal, I mean, she's clearly got a good fashion eye, but can she sew? I'll say Two this. I'll say this. I was really disappointed with Simone Simonier yeah. when it came to the construction challenge and she couldn't make an outfit. She couldn't make a nice outfit. Because if your thing is turning looks, if your thing is um, fashion, yeah. you have to. I feel you should know how learn to make costumes a, as well as wear them. Do a maxi shield, learn a pattern that flatters your body, and do something with it. I mean, if fashion is just your thing, you, you, if you're a fashion queen, I mean, you, you should be able to do that. Totally. So I'm hoping that Crystal Versace is the same. It's more than just a clothes horse. Exactly. I, yeah. I hope because it will just give her, for me, more mana. It will give her a bit more, okay, great. Mm-hmm. Cool. You are a fashion queen. It, it will solidify that she's a fashion queen to me. Who else have we got? Vanity. We know that her boyfriend makes a lot of her clothes. I'm not sure. She might have picked up a few tricks, but I don't know if she could. Tell. And there was a hint in the preview last week that Ella didn't really know what to do in this challenge. Hmm. So we'll I see. mean, let's have a look. Let's have a look at the workroom. Mm. And what do we see? We see a bunch of busy bees. The girls are working away. They've all got different styles of work, if you ask me. Um, charity. And there's a little walkthrough from Rue and Raven as well. Love to see Raven. She didn't confront... Crystal. ...about stealing her face. Yeah. But... There was a mutual acknowledgement and Crystal said she's her idol. So I guess she flattered her into submission. Um, so what's going on? Well, speaking of Crystal, Crystal seems a little underconfident in the actual construction of her look. She seems to have an idea and a vision, but she's asking uh, Veronica. She's asking River Medway for help. Veronica is being super duper helpful in the workroom. I do think she's such a sweet person. It doesn't even seem like it's kind of like false off of the cameras or something. I think she genuinely likes to offer people help and and advice i think she's a sweetheart can i just say this like i'm seeing her give advice and mm-hmm. then i'm looking at her mannequin and i'm like ah. Uh, what i'm seeing uh, is that she's got an ambitious project that she's not dedicating enough time to. i wouldn't take advice from that person i, I would look around the room who was killing it i'll go to them and but, then i'll ask them but for, i'm like veronica like by the, by the end of this segment, I see something really interesting. She's created a floor-length skirt and created a sort of almost like a tool. A tool? Tool. It's it tool. Out of the the sort of um, camping canvas material. She's got this winged construction going on. I like the concept. What we're seeing, though, is that she's not covered the corset or made the sleeves because she's not left herself enough time because she's helping other people. So she's doing an Asia O'Hara, if you will. Remember? 
And then Asia Harrow's gonna come back and say, Now, what if you are gonna be helping me? And no one asks for your help. You weren't around giving the gospel, you weren't around knocking on doors. Up. Would you like to hear about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? And that's what she did. She went around giving her services. I Asia mean, Christ. No one's gonna say no when they need help. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just feel, I feel, Tom. Yeah, you can tell me what you feel. I feel that I would probably ask her for advice, write it down, and then that's what I wouldn't do. No, she's giving Looking actual at her costume. construction advice, not design advice, oh, okay. isn't she? Because um, Crystal clearly has a great eye, and her design, I'm sure, is very, very chic, I would imagine. I we did get a glimpse of it. Crystal's got has the vision. It's amazing. She's drawn this amazing picture. She knows what she wants to look like. But she doesn't know how to do it, mm-hmm. which is, for me, uh, what I was saying before, it's a bit sad for a fashion girl to not know the elements of fashion or like, you know, the, at least the technical. It's like, it's like for me to be a, a dancer or like, but not know any technique. Yeah. It's I w- like, I, I'm like, what? It's okay. You, you're, you know, I, I just, there's... A, it doesn't make sense. It's, it's not wholesome for me. Yeah. If you're going to go into RuPaul's Drag Race as a fashion girl, don't just be a clothes hanger. You're going to have to know how to construct a garment. Otherwise, it's like a pack of cards. Your reputation falls apart mm. in minutes. Yeah. Because I did lose a little bit of, like, when I felt when Simone didn't know how to sew, I was like, what do you do? Besides well, look pretty and wear clothes. Simone, apart from looks that she made in in that challenge burnt the runway every single time and she is gorgeous and stunning she's a model and she's got great concepts and she serves on the runway that's what she does successfully she just can't make things um river medway is a little bit more tactical not willing to share her time with crystal doesn't want to be giving her another win mm-hmm. she's a bit more shrewd good honor yeah good honor um, you got two badges you can afford to if up oh yeah yeah look we need like your report card is already too good. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see you in the bottom to balance things out a little. Yeah. Just a little. Good now on I, you. I see Vanity making an age-old drag race mistake here. She's gluing crap onto a corset. Only one person has done that successfully, and that was Roxy Andrews. With the sweets. With the beautiful, licorice, multicolored dress that Bob Mackie loved. Um, you've got you've to gotta have a fabulous idea for that to work. Because it does seem like in these challenges, the girls are given undergarments. They're given a bra, a corset, maybe some knickers. They're given a bra, but they're like, here you go, use this. But really, you shouldn't. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Isn't it? It's really that, isn't it? And sheer contrast to, to Charity. I do think this is Charity's episode to lose, frankly. Charity makes a boned corset out of the materials available. That That's something. Yeah. That is really something. She should say it on the runway. So she needs to announce know. that. She needs to announce it. And well, say, they'll just assume that yeah. it's what they were given. I think that I can see how this episode's going, and I think there'll be a little prod for the judges to ask her. Now, speaking of charity, she's the main mirror moment. I do feel like charity's getting a lot of airtime this episode, again, making me feel like she's destined for the win. Um, and she, in a very touching and open and honest way, way she discusses her diagnosis of hiv um and just like trinity k bonet i think the more girls talk about how um they're living with hiv and they're healthy and they're undetectable and they're looking after themselves and it's not a death sentence 
And it doesn't mean you never have sex again, especially if you're undetectable. The more people promote that and make people aware of it, I do think it's actually really, really important because I think there's so much ignorance and stigma around HIV. And so I really applaud charity for discussing this so openly. Yes, and it's positive. Mm. Well, you know, in more ways than one. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh, joke, joke. <laughs> but it's positive for us to see mm-hmm. HIV um, people who are thriving healthy who are healthy who are living their life Mm -hmm. who are you know they're not letting a hold back people need to see that this is this is what hiv looks like people have it they have that old look it's it's a death sentence oh it's Mm -hmm. a a disease oh you know people don't want to touch you but when we see more and more of these Mm -hmm. queens opening up and talking about it it breaks down that stigma the the way that we need to talk about mental health more and more to break that stigma as well and she tom Tom, Mm. you can always talk to me thank you if you have any mental i'm really good you are okay i'm sensitive (laughs) caring graceful Delicate. delicate i'm all of that <laughs> now um i'll tell you the story about but she, she was saying how she got it when she was young mm. uh, obviously going to the scene she contracted it when she, I said, was, she said she'd moved to london hadn't she and she's kind of living her best life being young and in that lifestyle we've all been there i was there mm-hmm. not london but in my youth i was i was quite careless mm. wasn't i and you just you, you kind of like uh, you know about it, but you you're just so young and naive. There's a sense of invincibility. Yes, when exactly. It's like, oh, it won't happen to me. It won't happen to me. And uh, my friend Juju said um, she really she was she, she was very worried about me. Mm-hmm. She's very worried about me, and she kind of said to me, um, "I re- I really want you to get tested, mm-hmm. you know, be- because you are." You, you are being young and yeah. naive and active. And she kind of knew that I probably wasn't being the most responsible. Mm-hmm. So she said, um, I've booked you in to get your test. And if you go in there, you know, we were there. She ambushed me. If you go in there and get your test done, and we find out. I want to stay with you. I will stay with you the whole time. It's going to be okay, but we need to know. And I'll take you to dinner right after. <laughs> Just, that's all she I, knows you all I heard out. all I heard was she I'm gonna get free dinner out. after this if I just got there <laughs> and I did it I'll tell you this it was the most terrifying time sitting there waiting for my results I was I was, I was squeezing her hand I was really nervous I was and Juju was rubbing my leg so it's gonna be okay you know don't worry I was so scared and so nervous Had you buried your head in the sand and then and then yes absolutely mm. I, you know I'm invincible it's not gonna to happen to me and then mm. I started getting so so scared so when the um the the doctor nurse whatever said do you want to come in uh, can you come in now to discuss my results and he's and he said do you um I think he asked me something. Is it? He something along the line of: If you get bad news, is it safe for? You, is it safe for him? Or the, something along the lines of: um, Should you bring someone in if it's bad news? Or something? Yeah. He was just. I think it was. I got the impression: uh, Would you react badly? Should you bring someone in here so that you're not crazy? So I I, I brought Juju in there with me because I was terrified and then they gave the news and I was negative and ever since then though I was so safe like everything just changed Good. it became real I was so much more sensible after that everyone get tested get tested yeah, <laughs> regularly sure. but that was me this so long ago I was young mm. and 
you're fortunate to have such a sensitive, kind, and supportive friend in Juju. Definitely, you've got manipulative <laughs> in in a mm. positive way. A good manipulator. Um, no, but, but that, that was good. Yeah, so that, that, that's that's my experience with it. I, I do think sometimes you know this notion of kind of like uh, raising awareness is can be a bit empty, but I think this is a genuinely important issue because the stigma and the ignorance remains. I did. I then did the same thing to William. Because William's my bestie there as well. And um, I knew that he was just as invincible as mm-hmm. I was and not as uh, not as probably safe. So I tricked him. We were going to go, we're going for drinks into town. Yay. So I picked him up and we stopped at that same clinic. <laughs> and he's like, what are we doing here? And I'm like, I booked you in to get your blood test to find out. Don't worry, we're going for drinks after. He was so resistant. Mm. He was so <clears throat> resistant. He was like, no, I don't want to. No, no. He was so like it took me so much to get him up there. And I'm like, come on, come on. No, 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 no. We're here. I've booked you. In. I'll be there with you guys. I said everything that I remember Juju said. Yes. You know, I'll be here no matter what diligently. happens. And we will, and you know, if, if, if we do know, then at least we know we can tackle it from there together. I said all of the, the whole speech. And then um, he was negative. And then we went for drinks. So, Good. uh these are these are just strategies that you can use, everyone at home. These are just strategies <laughs> you that you can these use. with your friends <laughs> yeah. and loved ones. If, if you've got a friend that you're worried about, do what we did. It's been <laughs> ambush tr- them and take them to dinner. Afterwards. Tried and approved by the host of Spilling the Genty podcast. Thank you very much. But thanks for sharing, Chris, and thanks for sharing, Paolo, and thanks thanks for sharing their charity. Um, that's about it. For Tom, we got a lot of looks to look at. That's a lot of look. We have a lot of looks to look at. There's two looks each. I say let's get straight into it. Fashion, place it up. We should have see 18 what we looks to see. see 18, you know, okay. Should we crack on, love? Brush up that MUA uh, certificate you got online, Tom. You know, MUA is makeup artist, yeah. Yes, well, we're looking at everything. Tom, don't get specific <laughs> with me, okay? Just brush it up. Okay, yeah. Okay? Dust it off. Dust it off, Tom. Dust off that setting powder. The category, first we're going to go through the first um, outfit that they all wore, which uh-huh. is Happy Camper. Now, we're starting off with Crystal Versace. I think we we did struggle a little bit with what exactly this theme was, but I think it's basically, oh, if your drag character was out in nature, what would they do? Because it was walking children in nature. Nobody came as Tammy Brown, by the way. Uh, <sighs> anyway. Missed opportunity there. Crystal looked super duper pretty. So Crystal had this kind of green silk Girl Scout dress, Girl Guide, Girl Scout kind of dress. Uh, it gave me really 50s vibes um, and maybe a little bit Parisian. To the hair, you reckon the hair and but the also, um, beret? Well, the flare of the skirt as well was a little bit new look kind of silhouette. I loved I loved the color. I loved, Green looks great on her and green looks fantastic with red hair. Um, this is overall really pretty and like I liked how it was like an elevated take on a girl guide girl scout dress is green her colour well green she wore green last week she wore green in she the first outfit she won in the green remember that led that snake oh yeah 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 in the mm. the kind of garden of England kind of thing yeah in the garden of England I mean green she, green she wears green well I mean, and, this this is this is beautiful. And Michelle's not booted her off yet. No, She's I think she changed, changed changing Michelle's hearts, changing minds. Mind, but mm. I agree with what you say. It just looks very, looks very posh, chic, elegant, chic. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would buy biscuits from her. I would as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good, it's definitely a toot for me. It's a toot. It's a yas. Yeah. 
It's a yas. You know, we're so inconsistent with. Is it yas or pass? Is it two to boot? Is it, are we going to swipe left, swipe right? What is it today? Make a, Let's decide. Are we going to toot? Are we going to yas, nas? Or are we going to swipe left, swipe sh- right? Shoe or poo? No. Shoe is like a high heeled shoe and it's good. And poo is like a turd and it's bad. Tom, you're, you're giving me electro fence vibes. Just, just don't talk. Just, just really stop. Let's, let's, let's go with the classic toot boot. It's a toot. It's, it's a toot. Really okay. good toot. Now, who do we have here? We've got Kitty Scott Claus. So Kitty's like a different take on a similar sort of theme. So Kitty gives it a lot more character. And she says that she's basing it on Barbara Windsor's, the late great Barbara Windsor's character um, from Carry On Camping. Um combined with the sort of girl guide. So it's like, it's a campier, more character-driven, less chic take on what Crystal just did. I just love watching Kitty on the runway. She performs the hell out of everything. She, make, she makes me laugh. She makes me smile. Okay. I like this a lot. I mean, the performance is what I love. The campy, the... Look over there! The, ah, I'm so dramatic, I'm the campy queen! Look at me, I'm so... <laughs> I like it. I mean, it is basic for me, let's be honest, but I'm glad that the hair is bigger this week. Um, and it's quite obvious. I mean, let's be honest, a scout to look for outdoors. It's, I mean, even Madonna did it, and that's basic.com. She was making a comment on gay rights. I was joking. I'm pulling your leg. Well, don't. Okay. Not when it comes to Madonna. <laughs> Madonna. Just yeah. my don't. Just my don't. Okay, I'm just, just there. We're going to stop there. It's a no. Uh, but I, I, I'm going to give the performance a two, but the look a boot. Okay, that's that's fair. Yeah. Um, I like the overall package. I'm going to toot her. Great. River Midway. This is interesting. Um, is it nice? It's different. It's unusual. It's nice. It's, nice. it's different. It's unusual. It's nice. I like the idea of creating this structured dress out of a world map. I like the asymmetry of it. She is an asymmetry girl. That's how you make something couture, remember? That's what Stacey Lane Matthews did. She created couture by going for <laughs> asymmetry. Um, do I think the black netting elements need to be there? Mm, maybe not. Maybe not. I think it would have been cleaner if she'd just gone with the dress and with the sleeves. Um, I think the black's a little bit jarring against the kind of like more pastel colours, but I'm being nitpicky. I think this is a really interesting look. I'm going to toot her. Okay. I really like the look. I'm sorry. I, I, I love the black, Tom. I think there's something jarring about it. I think the hat should be in the world map. She should cover it with the world map material. I like the symmetry. I like the map. I like how it's quite mathematical. It's a little bit Liza it's... Minnelli. Okay. Isn't it? In Cabaret. I mean, it is quite theatrical. It's that it's like if she <laughs> decided to do a world map, map of the world, traveling the world number. If she did been around the world by Lisa Stansfield, that's what's going on. It's here. a toot for me. Okay, and it's a toot for me with Charity Case. This deathly Halloween rabbit with the prosthetics and the X coming to kill. What I loved about this was that she looked like she'd recently murdered Cher Horowitz from Clueless and nicked her kind of iconic yellow plaid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And do you know, have you ever seen the compilations of nightmarish pictures of Easter bunnies um, from the past? This is what That's it is. That's one of them. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I could look at those compilations all day because there's always these like, terrified children. It's hilarious. I love this look. This is a major toot for me. It's really, really good. Major toot. The performance a toot. She sells it. 
She sells it, Tom. She's a salesperson. She's telling a story, isn't she? Murderous Easter, Easter Bunny. And it's, 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 it's the month for Halloween, so good timing. Yes. Now, who's a, we got Charitha. So Charitha May is giving me kind of the Cookie Monster go skateboarding. You know? Okay. It's kind of like this padding, kind of armoured quality to a lot of what she's wearing, like knee pads and like the chest plate and stuff. Um, and it's very Cookie Monster. Do you not see Cookie Monster when you see blue fluff like that? I just see a lot of different things going on. It's very yeah. busy. I see what I think is bondage, kind of like a harness. Mm. I see a cap. I see a cap. I see f- feathers. Feathers detox Detacks with the with feathers. The... I'll tell you what. I see sleeves. I see that I don't. It's a it's hodgepodge. This is the first one where I don't necessarily see great outdoors themes. Oh, that's right. It's the, it's outdoors. <laughs> see, I yeah. don't. I um yeah I'm a, I'm at a loss. I think it's cute and quirky, but off off theme. So I'm, I might boot for being it's, off theme. It's, even it's I just, love treats, yeah, it's a boot for me. It's a it's a step above the cowgirl. Cowgirl. The cowgirl look from um cuckoo. They sent her oh, home. No, it's nowhere near that. Because she was bit. she wore a lot of things together that didn't go together. That was like what? <laughs> she she wore the belt with that dress with that top with that hat. It was like I don't I don't get it. She is the not... same thing. Um, it's the same thing here. There's a lot of things that don't go together no, that she just put no. together. You better hush your mouth right now. <laughs> like she's not wearing the actual ratty old shorts that she goes to the gym in with a pair of fishnets and a cowboy hat. So I said I felt. I presented feel, it as if it was a fact, actually. I feel that it was factual. I, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> taking it back. It was. It was. That was it. It's, it's true. Dare put this in the same category as that. We got Scarlet Harlot coming out with. Uh, I, I mean, Happy Camper. It. Well, she's wearing she, all black bondage. She says it was a Katniss Everdeen kind of thing, so she's going hunting. That's not Katniss Everdeen. But it's kind of like Joan Jett meets Katniss Everdeen, isn't it? It's quite, it's quite like hard-edged seventies lady glam rocker. I, it's very punk. It's a bit Susie Sue. It's a bit Joan Jett. I would never see this outdoors. No one would ever. Not even on Hunger Games. I mean, it's not a practical outfit to go hunting in. Sure, sure. But she's Tom. That's wrong. You look. I'm gonna pull a wrong note, sugar. I'm, wrong note, sugar. <laughs> I'm going to pull a Mariah Balenciaga and say wrong category. She is walking the wrong category. As was Charitha, really. Yes. I mean, do I like the look? I actually do. I think it's the a looks. Really... Yeah, the looks cool. It's a wrong I, category. I think she's less off the mark than Charitha because at least she's holding a bow, and I can visualize her as some sort of huntress. If you took the bow away, Tom, where do you see her? Where's this look placing you? You know, in a dungeon, in a dungeon with a whip, or at no. a rock concert, yeah, on or stage, at a golf. rocker. Yeah, it's it's not outdoorsy, okay, Tom. Okay, next up we got Vanity Milan. Help me with this look, Tom. Does this go? It's a blue thingy with a pink what jump what. What's happening? Yeah, so what is this? Honey, what is this? What's, what's going on? What's, what's there? I'm not a big fan of the way the elements are being put together. I will say that. There's this pink, kind of shiny, hot pink leotard catsuit with some black bag 
chucked over the midriff like a utility belt. Mm, not going, I'm afraid. Plus this kind of big sleeping bag-esque blue camo duster. Um, I don't know. I guess like the duster's given me some kind of like Richard Quinn vibes. I like the duster. I just, the pink, what do you call that? Cat the, suit. The, the cat suit. It doesn't go. No, it doesn't. She'd have been better off if she basically had even just a bra and panty set in the same camo print. Yeah, underneath. yes, yes. And then, like, like thinking uh, Beyonce, Disney's Child Survivor, yeah, with yeah. that um, with that duster over. I yeah. think that would have worked. But this does. This is not happening for me. But I do think she looks beautiful. She, she's so pretty in she's the so face. Pretty. Um, we've solved her problem for her, though. She should have consulted us beforehand. <laughs> um, Sliding our DMs. Yeah. I'll have a day. Elva Days. Giving... Sorry, it was a boot for me for the last one. Yeah, it didn't go together, unfortunately. At least, I got, I, at least I got the idea of outdoors, though. Mm. Um, Ella's giving me kind of Catherine Hepburn, um, out of Africa type of vibes. Um, you know, she's the traveling safari kind of lady scientist, botanist, anthropologist. Is it supposed to come up and show the purple undergarment like that? Is, is, this, is that fashion, Tom? Show me again. Like in, in the front, how it's up a little and you can see the undergarment, that purple. Yeah, I think it's supposed to do that. I think she's trying to show the underskirt. Okay. Okay. Is that fashion? It's fashion. Okay. Do I necessarily like the color combination 100%? I don't. Maybe not. No. Um, I'd have gone for a different color because she's got this lace kind of um, almost like braces, suspenders there, isn't it? Mm. I'd have gone for a different color that, that didn't didn't clash quite so much. This, I'm very, very, yeah, yeah, I'm very dead about it. Hair and makeup is really pretty. And I think I'd gone for a slightly different color combination, but overall I think it's quite chic. Uh, no, I have to boot it. I'm sorry. Now, Veronica Green, I'm Tom, your I'm, favorite person. I'm, I'm worrying a bit about Veronica and I do understand her situation. But the thing that she doesn't show quite often, literally apart from last week, actually, is taste. And you don't have to have money to have taste. Now, this is just off. Like the the most I can say here that it's it's an attempt at kind of magenta from the Rocky Horror Show has literally just woken up. Um, I feel like this is a teen Annie where tomorrow never came, and she's still waiting for it because it's it is. <laughs> I do not. Sounds like a depressing post-apocalyptic scenario for Annie. It's like, tomorrow, and she's still singing that song because tomorrow's never coming because you look like that. It is... Uh, that make... Tom. I know what Tom, she's... help me, help uh, me. Help, okay. Help, help, Veronica, help us what out she's here. Going, what she's going for with the makeup is that she's she's gone to bed with her makeup on and woken up within it. It's all smudged and she's got panda eyes. But there, there would have been a better way of doing that. You don't have to do these big black garage doors to achieve that effect you can go for a really garage doors <laughs> yeah that's what it is that was off season three um you, like she could have you know she's not actually done drag makeup on her eyes you know she could have still you know had a bit of a cut crease and just a good smoky that's, eye that's the thing like that what makeup was it before you went to bed and looked like that yeah. do you know what i mean like I don't... I'm not mad at the smudged lipstick, but I am mad at the eye The makeup. eyes. Yeah. Eye in the outfit. It's not an outfit. 
She's wrapped a sleeping bag around herself. It's a Snuggie. Veronica. Like... The, the colours are off. Do you know what? She's performing it. She, yes. Yes for performance. She is selling me a performance. I'm here for it. But like, it's like, you know, that belt that you get from karate. I felt like she's wearing it out on top of a, a coat that I think... I'm pretty sure you can buy from Primark. Yeah, and it's not expensive either. Like, the hair isn't even artfully disheveled. The hair has been taken straight out of a, a bag, and it was bought at Smithy's. It's, an, a- it's an Annie. It's Annie mm. Halloween. Who no, would it's, be? Not, it's not Annie. It'd be, have, like, an off-brand name. It'd be, like, um, Rising Star Wig or something. Or Rising Orphan. Oh, you know, let's 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 just move on and say this is it's a boot, yeah. Do we agree that it's a boot? Let's hope she makes up for it with the next. Yes. So now the next category is this is the one that they actually made, okay? Yes. And it's campfire couture. It is now. Let's remember that these queens made these. They made them in a very limited amount. A very limited amount of time under huge stress and also not as much rest. Yeah. Cool. So having said that, just go for it. Just really tear them up, Tom. <laughs> All right. Next, let's talk about Crystal's look. What do we reckon? So for a girl who's taking sewing advice from everybody, uh, Crystal did a really fab job, I think. Absolutely. This I is fashion. She's just got a good eye. It's really chic. It feels quite avant-garde. Do you know it reminds me of? Do you remember when Lady Gaga went out in that um, inflatable sea urchin thing, the, the Jack Irving yes. thing? Yes. That's what it reminds me of with all the spikes and stuff, but like a, a plaid version of that. Kind of like what Shangela did. That's what Shangela based it on. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's nice. It reminds me of Naomi S'mores. It reminds me of, who else did the sort of Aquaria? Aquaria did the kind of lightning flash thing, didn't she? And there were shades of Aquaria in the mask and the makeup yeah. and stuff. Defo. I mean, this is thing. for someone who didn't know what they're doing and asking for help. This is a great job, and also good on you. Yeah, good on you for going and asking for help. And imagine Absolutely. if she got your third win. But so far, that that's very good. That it's is definitely for me. Kitty's got claws. I think this is nice. I like this. Um, so Kitty comes out in this sort of gold quilted mini dress with the kind of asymmetric kind of one-sleeve armour piece. It's very Barbarella. It reminds me of kind of like 60s Paco Rabanne when they worked with the unconventional materials, like the the metallics and the chainmail and that kind of thing. Um, and as always with Kitty, there's a fun character. Um, I think this is cool. I think it's it, it flatters her. It's belted. It shows off her legs. Um, she's got big hair, very big Barbarella 60s hair. I like that it's sexy for her. Yeah, I like the yeah. Mrs. Sexy. Uh, she made it. It's asymmetry, so therefore it's fashion. It it's high fashion. fashion, Tom. Mm, that's how we know it's high fashion. If you're ever confused, I'm like, oh my god, is that fashion? Is it high fashion? Yeah. If it's asymmetry, it's, it's it high definitely fashion. is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a Fritz Bernays. It's, it's a, a Fritz Bernays. It's a Fritz Bernays. I'm gonna say, yeah, good on her. She made this. Um, I can't fault it. I mean. It's not the best thing that we've seen or in the past, you know, when we think of a horror and then we think of Utica. There's just no point comparing to those because they're so above and beyond. But she made this. Yeah. And they're made from materials that are hanging from her body. <laughs> and she embraced the materials. And she embraced the materials. Uh, we'll give it a... Oh, River Midway, I love this look. It this is, is just really so like... I don't know what the era is, Tom. What's the era I'm thinking of? I'm I'm getting kind of like a 60s air hostess, but with like a sexy modern twist. Yeah. With the pillbox hat and the neckerchief, it's giving me very kind of like Jackie O 
Chanel 60s air hostess kind of vibes. But the other aspects of it, like the the pointy structure and the flare of the skirt feel more modern, maybe a bit more 90s Mugler or something. Overall, the look is very chic. I think this is really good. I like the, the pattern. I can't quite tell you what that pattern is. I like how it's cohesive. Everything is in the same pattern. It's a pattern that you see on a lot of those old um, carpets. Have you seen those old <laughs> homes and those carpets? Have you? Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking or perhaps about? Perhaps in a caravan. No, no, Tom. Specifically, carpets or wallpaper. If you go into an old person's house, um, the wallpaper. I would never go in an old person's house. Anyway, Tom. Anyway. That's she gives it a bit of I character. Think. She serves it. This is great. I think this is a top look. This is really good. River Midway, she's, yeah, it's great. The wig, the styling, her personality, it's cute. Do you know she's it's leaning fun. into? Because she knew she got it applause on the first episode. Is is giving it a little fun and character on the runway. She's quite leaning into that. Good on her, too. What do you reckon about Charity Case? I like this a lot. A very Mad Hatter's Tea Party, very Alice in Wonderland, very femme Mad Hatter with her kind of yellow gingham uh, sort of mini dress with a flared tutu. I like the hat. I like the bright pink hair. Um, I think, yeah, I like, yeah, what I was trying to say is I like there's a, there's a cohesiveness with the first look because both featured like a yellow gingham plaid kind of thing. I don't know if that was deliberate. Um so she turns around and there's a gag because it's backless. Um, and so there's a comedic element to it. The judges are either going to love that or criticise her for not making the back of the dress. I think. Yes. I mean, they can choose to... You know, it depends on what they're after. If they, if they want to keep her on the top, they're going to say, it's so clever how you... It's so funny and comical how you did it in the back. Or if they want her to be safe on the bottom, they'll say, did you run out of time? Mm-hmm. And that's, I guess that's how it is. I love, I love the costume. I wonder if she's just not wearing the costume as much as I would like it to be worn. For example, I could see this on Vanity Milan and liking it more on her. Oh, why do you mean? Help me, help me understand that. There's something about the, the, I don't like the tattoos takes me away from the fantasy of actually distracts from the dress a little for me and the wig's not my favorite but i love the dress i love the hat i love everything she made okay i'm just not sold on the model okay yeah i i think you've expressed before there are certain aspects of charity's presentation that don't appeal to your sense of what a good polished drag queen is no, just to my taste. That's what I'm saying. Your taste. Yeah. Well, no, a polished drag queen can have tattoos. It's just that for an outfit challenge where the focus is the clothing, I wouldn't draw away from it with for what I feel is other unnecessary things. Tattoos, that's, that's just my feeling. That's just how I feel. I, I do see you coming from. Tattoos can be a tricky one because we've said before they can take you out of the fantasy. I've got tattoos. I've got tattoos. Yeah. I've got tattoos. Yeah. Um, I would cover it. If it was, uh, if it would suit the clothing better, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. That's just me, Tom. But I love the outfit. And it's definitely a toot. It's an absolute toot. It is a toot. Now we've got a Truitha Mare. Truitha looks really pretty. She kind of gives me. Any time I see an eye patch like this, I think of Al Driver in Kill Bill. Mm. But she's sort of crossed with 
she, like there's something about the way she paints or her bone structure or something. She reminds me of Rossi De Palma, the actress and model. I don't know her. She's in a load of uh, Almodovar films and she modeled for Gautier. Um, so she, yeah, she, it's like she's a, a villainess in a telenovela. I wish there was more of a dance with the silhouette and shape. It's, just, it's. I know that she's, I think she's got a bit of a corset cinch, but for me, it's not enough. And I know that she does cinch and do shape because I've seen her wear other things and I'm not seeing that in this outfit. But she made this and I really do like it. It looks comfortable. <laughs> so I would wear it. It looks warm, well, even though there's hardly anything on the arms. I, I would wear it. It looks like a real garment. It looks like a wiggle dress. It's cute. It? It's cute. Let's give it a two. Scarlett Harla, she looks so much like Demi Moore. Well, Can you is, see it in the face, in is, the wig? This is coming back to what she was talking to Raven about. She's a bit conscious of her jawline. And Raven said very rightly, I think, there are many beautiful women with a strong jawline like Demi Moore, like Paris Hilton. So I, I, I think... like she's giving Diaz. me, Yeah. The, like with this like white blonde long... She's giving me Donatella Versace vibes as well, especially with the lack of eyebrows. And the dress, I think, is quite Versace. They, they quite often dabble with these bright plaids. They did it in a show a couple of years ago. Um... Again, I keep on bogging on about this because there's so much, so much plaid and gingham in this episode. Shea Horowitz, uh, they did a um, a show a couple of years ago that referenced those um, those looks from Clueless. I'm gonna put it out there. This is probably the most one of the most beautiful. I think I mean my memory sucks. Probably the most beautiful I've seen her. She looks great. She looks. Um, she she looks so mature. It's like, a, you know, it's a, such a contrast to like her and her confession. She's like, oh, yeah, like, ah, and then I get, yeah, and then I, yeah. this, and I put a shirt on, ah, and then she walks out here like she's walking through a cover so regal and in charge. Like, she's walking down that runway so confident, like, she owns it. I think part of it is, like you say, she does have this lovely strong jawline. I think whenever you don't do it, when you do a very faint or a non brow, that's always like fashion and gives you like a severe quality. Um, I think she looks great. I think this is a really nice look, actually. I love this look. Now, I'm do, gonna, do I'm I gonna... think the fishtail could be just a couple of inches longer? Sure. Sure. I think okay. it should hit the floor. Oh, absolutely. Now that you see it, that's all I can see, and I don't like it. And also, now I wish I wish there was more of a dance. You've drawn my eyes to it, Tom. But, you know, she made this. She made this. And something that Bianca Del Rio would say, the light, the pattern should match up. You can see in the close-up on the back, which I yeah. think is a bit of shady. And they don't. But look, let's just go back. I I like, I like the I like what she went for. Overall, as she walks down the runway, it, the overall presentation is lovely, and this is a toot for me. It's an absolute toot for me. Now, Vanity Milan. I mean, she said she, I heard her say she's serving African. African like warrior princess. Warrior princess. Now, please, no, I do not see that. Please at pardon all. my ignorance, but I am a bit like where. Um, to, it's in the necklace. I think that necklace. You know that you see them wear that that star necklace in the warriors. For example, they wear it in Wakanda. Oh yeah. I think maybe she's just that's the only thing because to the, in, in all honesty, it looks quite clownish. The, I I think the wig is like a Ronald McDonald wig. It's not giving me any kind of African princess. Um, the the rope elements. Look African princess is um, Simone. 
you know, when she that, wore that, that week that she wore the um the wig with her name on the back with the cornrows and the braids, yeah. that was beautiful. That is African and princess. I like. I don't. It's it's really not my place to kind of like work in stereotypes that kind of thing. But if you're going for that look, you need to transport somebody somewhere, which Simone did incredibly successful with her beads look. Um, the rope elements look really... I, it pains me to say this because I really wanted Vanity to do well in this challenge, but the rope elements are really unfinished. They look untidy. They're just hanging around in this kind of hodgepodge fashion. They're sticking out, and I can see the white ends where she's cut the coloured rope, mm. and it's really distracting. It's hanging over this skirt that doesn't go with the rest of it. I think she put the skirt there because she was hoping to create a full dress out of the rope, a la Roxy Andrews. It looks like an unfinished GCC art project. It's like she's put two garments together. It's a boot for me. She is so pretty. Her face is gorgeous. And I love her enthusiasm on the runway. But there's unfortunately very little that I like about this. When she wore this dress, she's like, I love my husband. <laughs> he makes me beautiful, can't Yeah, I don't give him enough appreciation. Well, she did pay tribute to him with her uh, love letter now, to I love the day's look. I like the coat, the the overall, the, the throw. I think, in my eyes, it's cute. I, I like this a lot, actually. It's much better than I expected from Ella. Again, the hair, the hair is very Cher Horowitz, very clueless. Um, the dress, I think you could see on a Vivian Westwood runway, that kind of like tartan mini dress, very Vivian. Mm-hmm. Um, and even even the kind of like vaguely rain mackish overcoat. Do I think that the two elephants, ele- elephants, elements go together perfectly? Mm, I'm not sure. Um, I think she's going for a real sense of contrast. No, it's quite jarring. Yes. Yeah. There's a real sense of contrast there. Would I prefer both of she's these garments? She's like a very high fashion road worker. Yeah, there is that. That's what there? I get more than, um, you know, campfire couture. But I, I like the coat and it, it does still suit. She made all that and I yeah. think it's a good job. Good on her. That's a toot for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, Now, Veronica... Veronica, like people are going to listen to this podcast and think that we're hateful and that we don't like Veronica Green, which is, I I think you're being very mean to what, us if what, you feel that way. What I would say is Ronnie has suffered from too many luck-based challenges early on and it just doesn't seem to... What I'm going to put this down to is maybe, maybe she focused too much on helping other people in that. And I do think it'll come up on their own way because it was a plot line backstage. But like she might have helped other people before she helped herself and this is what she's left with so there's some element i like the ambition behind this there's an idea there's a concept she's got this kind of crazy butterfly lisa franks thing going on um it was more ambitious than her skill or the time allowed her to complete you can't say that she didn't do much or she didn't try i think the issue is that she she tries to do too much so there's certain things she tries. Like, I think there it is. She tries to do too much. She's doing a blessing clear in some ways. She's hmm. trying to. She's over delivering on something where you don't need to. You just need to find something quite simple or good and just do that. But this is a 
it's I don't know what that middle part is, and then there's a different material going yeah. on in the bottom, and then there's cuts going on like in the back, and then there's the makeup. I don't understand. And it then needs the editing quite severely. She did, ironically, even though she didn't have much time, she did too much. I so question the, her level of taste. I do as well. I have to say that. I really I, do. I question her taste levels. It's exactly but, what we're saying. You, you don't have to have money to have taste, and she had everything in that room to create a decent garment, but... It's like the the bodice looks completely disconnected from the skirt. It's like this rainbow ruffle and then like this very pink and purple kind of, I guess, waterfally kind of fabric effect. And then there's the wings. The makeup, I, I'm really confused by. I'm sure there's a concept and a story there, but it's lost on me. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for being so stupid not to get it. It's probably my fault. Yeah, it's, it's probably very obvious, like Manet's I think sponge dress. You yeah, know how this yeah. is the suds and this, this is the water this and this the, is the sponge. The like, yeah, it's, it's probably very obvious. It, it might be something to do with pollution. I don't know. It, has the poor butterfly been polluted? That might be I mean, it's campfire on. couture, but like I'd put that in the campfire. <laughs> oh, no. um, because I, I, I mean... There's just no shape. There's I don't look. It's it's more Mardi Gras than anything. It's, it's like a, it's like a unicorn vomited on her. Oh. She was like, I'm still gonna walk the runway. Shall After. we? Now we've seen everybody. Should we have a little think about who's tops and who's bottoms? Yes. So if I'm looking through my little list here, and I'm going to prioritize the made look over the broad Absolutely. look. Absolutely. Um, I might even discard the first look. I might even just focus mm. everything on what they did and who in both materials. For me, <laughs> the tops are. Charity, River, Crystal. and Crystal. Yeah. I even want to put Scarlet up there. Scarlet is, is going to be... But Scarlet just looks good. Scarlet uh, and Charitha are going to be high or safe. Yeah. The bottoms is Ella definitely Verona, Veronica, Green. Vanity. And Vanity. I think no one else can go down with the, the, those two. They're going to be the bottom two. Yeah. K- Kitty, is, a lot of the others in the second look are really quite solid. The only two that I really struggle to compliment a vanity and and ronica yeah um yeah scarlet's great ella's great truth is great charity river kitty crystal all really really solid actually and then kind of like are there any tiebreakers with the uh, with the first look maybe i mean veronica's first look was also terrible i'm sorry um vanities lacked cohesion the first look, it was like two things yeah. put together. I think I think there's no way to take them two out of the bottom. Scarlet and Charitha might be criticised for being off theme. Could lose them a top placement and just put them firmly safe, or maybe even drop them into the bottom. Okay, so then I want definitely, and considering that, Charitha. Sorry, considering all of this, the tops this week for me is going to be uh, Charity Case, mm-hmm. Crystal, and River. Yeah, and I would say it's probably going to be Charity's episode. Let's have a see. So, Charity Case has pissed off someone in the team. She really has. She really has. Um, Last week, it saved her, but this week, she's just... Maybe they're trying to find balance, because Charity Case was safe, and there's no way that that should have happened. Also, River Midway, River Midway was safe, and that is a whole bunch of bollocks. I think, I think Charity's having a really weird time with the judges, because... Oh, hello, Kitty. <laughs> you okay, mate? 
We have the world's clumsiest cat called no, Lavender no, no. here. He's a fat cat. He's a fat cat. That, he's lovely. He's just a bit clumsy and dyspraxic. I just feel sorry. Like Charity is up there with Jumbo, Tina Burner, Jan, where they're just not being appreciated. I don't where, know. It's, uh, it's like she's spared when she should have been in the bottom two, but they seem to be trying to tell her your looks aren't all that because the look-based challenges so far, which is her area of specialty, she's been put safe and she sits backstage and she fumes and she gets critical of other people. The anger that she feels towards the judges, she projects towards her competitors. Who is it that she turned around to? And- Crystal. Everyone yeah. helped you. Do you think that it's fair if you win? It was very pointed and it was very much to do with her own bruised ego and it was nothing to do with Crystal really. And I, I actually think, I, I hope Charity reflects on that and apologizes to her next week. I don't know. How dare Kitty come for River Midway and say that I'm surprised you were in the bottom? That was strange. I, I didn't am expect that. Kitty, calm you. Sh- sit the hell down. Shut the hell up. You do not okay, say can, that. Can you turn it down when you're talking about my kitty? That because one, Rivers, both, I love Rivers' look. And the one that she made was so like. It was good, much better than what she made. Yeah. So for her to turn around and say, "I'm surprised you weren't you weren't in the bottom," I hope that she was being sarcastic and they've edited it out. Hopefully, she'll say that there was a joke. They edited it that way, but there's no way that she should have came for River that way. I don't think it was a joke because Charity turned to her and reassured her and said that she really liked her look. Um, I mean, it's just the let's just go with the winners. The winner this week was Scarlet. And you know what it reminds me of? Because I'm I'm one of seven, mm-hmm. seven, seven children. It just feels like what happens in the show is that they choose their favorites from mm-hmm. the get-go. And no matter what you do, their favorites are always going to be the ones that are rewarded. I mean, I could, I could, I could fly. I could breathe fire and, <laughs> and they could turn up. <laughs> and, and, they'll, and they'll get a prize. And, and no matter what you do, it's, nothing's going to do anything and i feel like that's the case for some of these queens because Scar- scarlet winning with those two lo- that look i love don't get me wrong i placed her high but then when i looked at the other look it's for me that i'm fit and both of charity's looks were stellar for me she felt high safe more than a winner having said that given who else was kind of high they couldn't give another win to Crystal Versace at this point because that would be really, really strange to win the first three episodes in a row. It's like, you might as well just give her the crown right now kind of thing. It would have felt too loaded and too forced. And the other one who who seems like was was high but safe was Ella Viday. They mm. They sent her to the back first. Um, and I think that's okay, but I would have put Ella kind of like in the safe bracket but in the higher end of the safe bracket. Yeah. You know? Agreed. Agreed. Um, the bottom so, two that are lip syncing is Milan. Melanie Milan, Milan. And Ronica. Ronica. Now, we're just seeing them lip sync now. I feel that the winner is Vanity Milan. I think that for me, it's a very obvious winner. It's Vanity. It's obvious. It's as clear as day that the music was felt and I just believe that performance a bit more than uh, the performance that I saw given from Veronica. I just, I guess I was thinking about it in the context of Veronica's episode and there's like... Just focus on the performance. What did you think about the performance? It was very, to be honest, it was hard for me to tell. I okay. think, I think 
to my eyes, Vanity had a bit more of an edge. I think she gave a more polished and professional performance. I think Ronica had a lot of feeling. I liked the whole shredding of the outfit that put her in the bottom thing. Um, but she left she left a trail of destruction behind her. I think Vanity should win. But but one thing we've got to bear in mind, which is really important this episode, is we've had a girl sent home. Um, Do you at, think they're both going to stay? Is that what you're getting it's at? It's possible. I mean... It, it is possible, but I do feel that the winner this week was def- of the lip sync was definitely Milan. She she won this. And I was thinking before when I was looking at Veronica's outfit, I was like, you know what, maybe if she just got rid of one thing, like Chanel, mm. before you leave the house, like one thing off. Maybe she didn't need the, um, the wings. Maybe she didn't need that part in the middle. Maybe she didn't need the bottom. But as she was tearing it away during the lip sync, it just got worse and worse. So that's, I was like, okay, maybe she needed more. That's what, that's what Violet <laughs> said about Lalaurie's outfit, wasn't it? It's like, tricks yourself. Didn't you, didn't you just think it just got a bit better as, as, as she like pulled bits off it? And that was like, no, no, it got worse. Well, this was the case here. <laughs> so the winner for me is Milan. Let's see what they say. And Vanity Milan has won. She's staying and we're she saying did. goodbye to Veronica Green. It's a sad goodbye. It didn't feel like a very satisfying run for Veronica. Um, I think I think she is really sweet and talented, but the right challenges didn't come up for her early in the season. Two luck-based challenges... She's just not going to thrive. And as we find out, next week is a girl group challenge. She's she's pinching herself. She's, oh, oh, she's, she's got that Rue voodoo doll and she's sticking pins in it right now. But there we are. We've got one win from Scarlet Harlot, two wins from Crystal. The judging this. I mean, the right people are in the bottom, but still the people in the top, I was it's it's muddled for me. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, it's I don't been know unusual. What, it's very unusual and I don't get it and it's like after watching All Stars, I just want things to be good again. And also, you know, I think if we think back over this year, in general, Drag Race Espana, those minimal kind of shenanigans that Poopy got a bit of a push. But we've seen what I'm saying is we've seen a couple of seasons this this year that have actually been really well received by the fans that have had minimal production shenanigans. And we've had seasons like Australia with excess... Sorry, Down Under. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That have had excessive production shenanigans that yeah. have been really badly received. They really, really need to think about this a lot more carefully. Yeah. That's it. That's us for this week. It is. Episode it, three. I've had a wonderful time with you, Paolo. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> You have. <laughs> I've had a wonderful time with everyone. Thank you very much for listening to another episode of Spilling the GNT Podcast. You all know that we're on instant Twitter, right? And also, if you want to leave us a review, do so. We'll shout you out. We love reviews, guys. Thank you so much. They help us so much. Make sure to join us next week for episode four. This is Polo. And Dr. Tom. See you guys soon. Lots of love, guys. See you soon. <laughs>